Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi. Hey. Are we wearing a couple's costume? <laughs> we kind of are. A last minute. Well, first of all, we're recording on Halloween. I know. The reason, thank God. Thank God. But the reason why is because I knew that you probably wouldn't want to record the morning after Halloween, so I felt like this was better. That's smart. Here we are. Yeah. I really don't know how late I'm going to be out tonight, but it's more like when I get home, my, my hair is so big from my costume this yeah. year that I probably have to shower right after I get home, and so I will be up late no matter my what. My favorite is that your Halloween costume has fangirls like people my friends texted me and were like oh my god natalie's costume is amazing and i was like i know another friend was also like you have a fan club people keep responding to my instagram story about your costume really thanks guys it's not even the best one because obviously okay so i will post a photo but i'm liberty bell from glow this year it's insane and it's not even the best costume i've seen because i've tagged the show and i've looked through the show tags and i've seen some pretty good ones not trying to compete, but I'm just saying. I love that your only amount of competitiveness comes out on Halloween. It's not even competitiveness. <laughs> it's just like, like who did it right? Because right. I know there mm-hmm. are areas where I couldn't do it right because right. I you don't cannot know sew, but yeah. I might learn to sew out of spite. Yeah. Um, I think you need to. Yeah. I think it'll like make upset. your life a lot better. Like, but I don't have room for a sewing machine, so that's also true. a problem. I think it'll make my life a little bit better, too, because the amount of stress texts I get oh, from you. think of love. my mom. Oh, I know. I, I've thought about your mom. I've, like, almost, I'm like, do Cindy and I need to have, this like, is what she gets every a day separate my, chain? It's like, mom, what sock do I wear? <laughs> She's like, you're almost 30. Also, Go outside. your mom's Halloween costume Killing it. Yeah. My mom's an Oompa Loompa. She is dressing up for work. I don't really have a history of my mom dressing up on Halloween, so I am living for it. Right. And she looks amazing. Like, maybe we post that photo, too. Yeah. But, yeah, we are wearing sort of a a Troop Beverly Hills couple's costume. But last-minute work-appropriate. Work-appropriate, yes. Because I am – my actual Halloween costume, I am a rock. Which sounds (laughs) insane. It's like the least sexy costume. I almost thought about like being the rock, like <gasps> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh man. But then Eric said it was a joke on a joke and I was like, oh okay. But so we are as a family, we're a family costume this year. Uh my one year old daughter is nineteen seventies Elton John, and then we are crocodile rock. So my husband is a crocodile, I'm a rock. It's and genius. It's it I don't know how genius it is. My execution skills maybe not great, but I think if as long as we can get like one to four good photos, it will all feel worth it. Yeah. It really comes down to just a good photo, the yeah. right angle. Yeah, and so I couldn't wear my rock costume to work because I was like it is barely hanging on. Yeah. It's a rubber cement and duct tape situation, and I just couldn't risk it. Yeah, so I couldn't I wear my costume to work because I pee a lot during the day, Yeah, and I didn't want to deal with the leotard. Yeah. Two, I'd have to wake up at 5 a.m. to tease the hair. Mm-hmm. Too much work. It's also a rare situation work. where a leotard is work appropriate, unless yeah. you're like a gymnastics instructor mm-hmm. or something or a, a step aerobics instructor. Not normally a work appropriate outfit. Wow. I watched the movie Perfect the other day, starring Jamie Lee Curtis and John Travolta, speaking of aerobics. Uh Wow. Have not seen. What a time. Four-minute scene of pelvic thrusting in the aerobic class. Huh. The editing was not there. (laughs) It's a good time. The editor fell asleep. Didn't didn't need to. Some good tube socks, I would imagine, in that scene. Mm, No. It's like leotards and tights. Mm, Short shorts. That's upsetting. Missed opportunity. Um... Well, other than Halloween, what are you fangirling over? Um, first of all, 
I'm fangirling over my friend Anders was gem dead for Halloween Died. because of our podcast. I, I couldn't handle it. Well, I'm fangirling over that. Okay, because perfect. that's the best. Uh-huh. I'm also fangirling over a new pop star called Kim Petrus. Have not so, heard. She is actually one of the first trans pop stars. Interesting. And a friend of mine in- introduced me to her music a few months ago. Like, you have to listen to this. This is the next thing. And I was not into it. Okay. And then uh, maybe a month ago, it just, like, clicked with me. And I was like, oh, wait, I love this. <laughs> she she sings very high in, like, the vein of, like, a Carly Rae Jepsen. Ooh, interested. And it's, like, very – it's, like – pure pop okay like insane and there's a video that paris hilton is in like it's that level of pop my mouth is a, a <laughs> open it's what? so good and she also dropped uh an ep for october that's like spooky dance songs and one of the tracks features elvira <laughs> it's such a time my head I, my head is literally that like head exploding emoji right now that was a lot of information yeah. wow like a lot of good people on so board. So I feel like if you give Kim Petras a try, maybe you won't like it. And then three months from now, you'll be like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. That's a bop. Love a bop. Mm-hmm. Really, really love a bop. Um, I am fingering over two things. First and foremost, we are – New friend Veronica is caught up to the podcast. Amazing. She was just plowed through like 100 episodes. Oh, Kudos oh I need to get – did we reply to her email? I'm so sorry if we haven't. No, we have not. But that was – it was this part of our public after, reply. It was after our discussion because there's so many good tidbits of just information and wealth. And I, I texted you. I said, what would we be like if we grew up here? Would monsters. we be better or worse? I think we'd be monsters. I'd be a total monster. Yeah, because she just has t- too many too many things that we love she's connected to. And I was like, but oh, But the no. biggest takeaway for me was her dad directed Cool Shaven Ken. <laughs> yeah, you lost your mind. Lost your mind. One of my favorite commercials that we talked about. I know. You were like, oh, no. It was too much. So I'm... I'm fangirling over that, but I'm also fangirling over This Is Us. I'm fully caught up. I watched that last night. I texted you, not a spoiler, but I want a vote for Randall Pearson t shirt. Like, they better make those available. Like, that's all I really need right now. I wear that. I am just so into Randall and Beth. So am I. They're all I care about. It's. They're not all I care about. Like, I'm very interested in sort of this, like, evolving relationship with, like, Kate and her mom, which is, like, very fascinating. Mm-hmm. But Randall and Beth, just, like, uh, even when they're down, when they're high, when they're low, like, Beth freaking out. Like, there's, like, a lot of, like, interesting dynamics and just, like, the – he's and Randall's like, I really like your hoochie earrings. And she's like, what? Hoochie ear? Like, it's just, like, Randall no. just said hoochie. Like, I want to so write an essay it. about how Beth is low-key the best character on the show. Uh, yeah, she, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are on Because I think on the Pearsons are, like, a little self-absorbed, but... Uh, yeah, totally. But, I mean, they, they've done a good job, too, this season of kind of, like, like, touching on some racism, like, touching, like, on other, like, issues that... And they do it in a way where it's like, okay, the rest of you all are white, so you don't get this. And yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, right, of course. Like, of course you wouldn't understand because why would you need to? But then how they start, you know, start to explain things. I don't know. I'm just, like, really into it. It's very hard for a show to kind of maintain its quality, especially when it's so emotional like I, this show. I keep wondering Ooh. if they're going to end, like, at a season four or five. or Because I don't want it to go, like, a 
like a medical drama, like an ER yeah. or Grey's Anatomy, where it's like season 15 and they're still working on like weird flashbacks, but we have a, basically a new cast of characters. Right. I don't know. I just want it to be like a well-rounded show with a good ending. I agree. And I think Dan Fogelman, who's the creator of the show, probably wants that too, um, that you don't want. It's like you don't want too much of these characters. Like you don't want to know every single thing. You need some of the mystery because that's what keeps you like yeah. connected and caring about them. I mean, it's going it could go in a direction where I mean, we saw like spoiler alert, we saw like a sneak peek of like a kid grown up. Mm-hmm. And you can go that route, but it's like do we want to go that route? For Fair. like for so long. Yeah, I'm fine with it for like a season or an episode, but I don't want it to just continuously keep going. Yeah. There, um, I did not care, or I wasn't as, like, into, like, the Deja storyline, but there is a scene in this episode that you haven't seen yet where I'm like, oh, I'm totally into Deja. Like, she's, <laughs> I don't know, she's super, she does something super funny that I thought was very funny, and I don't know, it's just, it's a show that I look forward to, and I'm, like, upset at myself if I'm behind, mm-hmm. and I think that's rare. And so, like, there's something in that where you're just like, oh, I can wait till there's, like, four episodes and then I'll just watch them all at once. Like, this, I'm like, ah, no, I'm an yeah. episode behind. I want to, like, be on, on top of it, whatever. I just appreciate it. Network television. Good job, Coming guys. Through. <laughs> Coming through. Okay. We were not ready to say goodbye to our theme songs. No. But we don't have a full slate of 2000s because, let's be honest, we were too old to be watching a lot of cartoons by the end of the 2000s. We were never for sure. too old for no. cartoons. But were they as good? Mm. Visually very bright. Mm-hmm. Um, and the animation changes. It goes a lot more to like computer animation as opposed to like hand drawn type stuff. Yeah. Though one of your theme songs is hand drawn. Um, for sure. But we just have a couple of 2000s theme songs that we want to chat about um, and just sprinkle in there, see how other people feel about it. Yeah. What's your first one? Um, I think it's a show I actually didn't really watch, mm-hmm. but I love the theme song. Kim Possible. So good. It's got the beeper. Call me, Call beat me, me, beat me. So I actually watched a lot of Kim Possible because at this time I was a nanny. Oh, okay. And so that was, like, one of the shows the kids could watch and, like, did watch a lot of. I think this was also around the time that they did the, like, made-for-TV movie Kim Possible. I can't remember because I remember it being, like, a big deal. Wasn't that more? No, they did another one recently. This was, like, a big deal. You know how Disney Channel, like, really pumps their own shit, like, a ton? And I just remember whatever whatever year this was, it was just, like, the big thing of that summer. I don't know. I I loved Kim Possible. I thought she was super cool. That naked mole rat. Very cool. And then when I first moved here, Eric was, he was like an assistant on a show. And a woman who he has now become very good friends with, but, you know, was sort of like more senior and was like, oh, she's, you know, a big deal. I was looking up her IMDb and this was one of the first shows she worked on was Kim Possible. And I was starstruck. And, like, she's our good friend now. And I'm like, oh, my God, Laura worked on Kim Possible. Tell me more <laughs> Tell me about that naked mole rat. Well, I told you, too, that a couple of our friends, like, were basically the only two or three writers on Pepper Ann. And yeah. it was just like, I watched none of it, so I have nothing to talk I to them about. I love that theme song. I mean, great theme song. But Kim Possible is 
quintessential 2000s. Yeah. Another one in maybe late 90s, early 2000s. This is funny that I'm naming Disney Channel cartoons because I really didn't watch them. But uh, Proud Family, I'm choosing this one because Destiny's Child sings it. It's like, Proud Family. It's so good. It's weird because Beyonce's not like the lead on it, on she, the song. She has some solo moments, though. She does. But it's like when is you it, first... Is it Destiny's Child with Solange in this? It might be. Or is it Destiny's Child when they were still four? No, it's not. It's not? No. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. Who is that lead voice? Michelle? Maybe it's Solange. I don't know. It sounds I'm like I'm not from I'm not super familiar with this voice, and so I'm like we need to look up our exact stats on that because it just feels a little off. But you definitely know that it's Destiny's Child. Yeah, a hundred percent. But more importantly, as told by Ginger, I mentioned it last week. Macy Gray sings it. It's a good song, and they named a character Macy, like after her. Yes. What happened to Macy Gray? She was in a couple movies. Um, She's still around. She did an episode of Cribs. She was in an episode of Fuller House, the one episode I watched. Did you watch it because she was in it? No. Oh, she just happened to be in it? It was the first episode. What? She's in the pilot of Fuller House? Because they go, maybe it's the second, I don't know. I didn't get very far. Uh They go out and it's like the one of those like hot brothers from Dancing with the Stars is dancing at this club and like Macy Gray is performing. I swear on my life. Wait, so he's, like, hot dancing to Macy Gray? They're, like, it's, like, supposed to be a club. I don't understand. Mm. It looked cheap because it's, like, a sitcom. I see all those. I didn't understand it. I see both the the hot brothers from Dancing with the Stars at my breakfast place all the time. Do you? Yeah. They must live in my area. Are they hot? Yeah. Because I've seen them, like, at the Whole Foods, at Fertelli. Like, you know what we should do? We should just, like, run... A, like a real budget tour of anyone that like comes to Los Angeles be like these are the hot places that you could see celebrities and it's like our target the whole oh, foods a thousand percent was Hollywood Target <laughs> was Hollywood Target was Hollywood Whole Foods and then just like a random sampling of like breakfast places in Starbucks that I've seen so many celebrities at but then you never know they could be on the sidewalk you're never safe you're never safe saw CeeLo on the sidewalk <laughs> You're never safe, I repeat. You are never safe. Um, okay, I am not familiar with As Told by Ginger at all. That wow. must have just like, Whoop. I think you really missed out. I It dealt with Ginger going through like puberty. It was like Ooh. junior high cartoon. Love that. It was definitely targeted for older children. Mm-hmm. And I, it like actually touched on some serious things. Like I think the dad was kind of out of the picture oh. or they were divorced. Like there was some drama there and like her younger brother dealt with it in a weird way. Interesting. Yeah, it was a really good show. And it was on Disney Channel? No, Nickelodeon. Duh. Oh, sorry. I don't know. I mean, All the good ones are on Nickelodeon. I mean, I'm, not you know. anymore, but. Yeah, what's going on now? Like, I don't feel like I have my finger on the pulse. Like, I think if you want good animation, Cartoon Network yeah. was better through the 2010s. Interesting. I'm a huge fan of, like, Flapjack and Regular Show. Um, but I feel like Nickelodeon's kind of lost it a little. Although I do like Sanjay and Craig. <laughs> keeping up with my cartoons. <laughs> I mean, and and I do have a friend who writes on The Loud House, which is pretty good, too. Oh, interesting. I think, yeah, I'm just going to need to brush up on my cartoon, like, library. Yeah. Because now I have a small child who's going to be, like, coming it's up to that, that. And I don't want to watch garbage. It's not that bad now. It's that they've, again, we've talked about this, especially with their live action shows. They've chosen more of a Disney Channel route. Mm. Whereas in the 90s, especially with animation, they were kind of experimental yeah and that's kind of gone 
Yeah, it feels like they all sort of look the same a little bit. Is there still sort of like an anime infusion? I feel like Saturday morning cartoons got very anime Cartoon Network does a Toonami thing that's anime. Um, I don't know. Cause Netflix has given anime like a new life, I feel. Oh, yeah. But I just even I feel like the the way things were drawn like looks so different now than they did when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because they were just like mass producing stuff. So it did look a little bit budget. But when you look at Looney Tunes and stuff like that looks amazing. And then some of the stuff like in the 80s gets like a little dicey. And now they just like look too clean. Yeah. Too clean, I guess. When you think about like Doug or Rugrats, like, I mean, that's a particular type of animation, too, but they don't look budget and they don't well, look too I clean. Well, I even hated Doug when it moved to ABC. Oh, yeah, because they made it too, like, pretty. And they changed some of the characters. Yeah, and like, Patty got new hair. Yeah, I was not into that. I was not into that new hair. Um, one show that I watched very, like, sporadically when all I was nannying that I, as I was sitting here, I was like, wait, Phineas and Ferb must have had a good theme song. <laughs> and I started to play it. Didn't. It didn't. It didn't, but you called the band... Instantly. Yeah, it's Bowling for Soup. <laughs> You're like, wait, is this Bowling for Soup? Immediately. Yeah, because that voice is like so, it's not a good voice, but you know what it is. It's kind of weird because I don't feel like the theme really matches the show. No. I feel like it's a Big Bang Theory for children. It, oh my God, yes, completely. Both the show and the theme song. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I feel like I like Bare Naked Ladies better. Like, it's like a Do different. Y- yes, than that. Yeah, than that kind of like whiny, like boy situation. I can just like see me. Bowling for Soup and I'm just like, mm, not into it. But I liked Phineas I don't and know Ferb. if you can see them because I've seen a picture of that band and I was surprised. Really? By what they looked like. Oh, okay. Now and I not need... a positive way. And not a positive way. Now I need to Google it. Um, my other, I, we mentioned this last week. And I feel like it's a show that people don't talk about enough, but the Cleveland show. Obviously. It's a hot, actually, like all of Seth MacFarlane. So, like, I American feel like Dad we Cleveland show. Have, we should have said Lynn last week's because we didn't include Family Guy that we were basically targeting kids' shows. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because all of Seth MacFarlane's shows wouldn't make the cut. No, but they all have amazing theme songs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like Good Morning USA, American Dad is super fun. And yeah. then you have like the all Roger of them. part. They're I great. sing all of the songs. The number of times in a, like a given month where I'm like, even a bear, like is higher than it really should be. Which is most crazy because the Cleveland, Cleveland show. show got canceled pretty early on. Yeah, I think it's four seasons. It's I, lo- I liked it's the Cleveland show. David Lynch is in the Cleveland show. Margie wrote on the Cleveland show. That's Friend of the podcast, it's Marty. It all coming together. Um, yeah, the Cleveland show is very fun and like silly and weird and kind of ridiculous in a different way than the rest of the shows are. Yeah. But I really liked it. But that theme song, my name is Cleveland Brown. Love it. Yeah, we need more of that. We need more theme songs. We've we said say it-, it every week. Honestly, though, like I just, I think we need to write a letter to Netflix because they're really missing out on an opportunity. But they are making intros. They're making intros. But do you feel like an intro is the same? They're making full intros because, okay, I'm like halfway through the new Sabrina. It's okay. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, But it gives you the option to skip the intro, which I do because it's very long and it doesn't have a really good theme song. It's like instrumental. Uh, so I don't care. So now Big Mouth has a song and I'll let it play sometimes. 
I just think they're missing an opportunity because, like, to your point, you just said, like, if there is a song that you're into, like, even if I can skip the intro, I won't. Yeah. Because you're like, mm, this is fun. It's part of the experience. It is part of the experience. And their their likely take is that, like, they want people to binge the show, right? Right. And if you're adding, tacking on a minute to every single episode, like, you're potentially putting in a barrier. You're creating friction in that, like, binge session. We're going to get real nerdy for a second. But, like... No, every episode is its kind of own thing, and it's like it gives it that little bit of separation where you can kind of digest the episodes individually, even if you're consuming them en masse. Yeah. <sighs> every show should have a sitcom-level theme song. I'm talking Handmaid's Tale. Yes. I want it to be upbeat and happy, all of them turning and smiling at the camera. Yeah. And then let's go dark. Speaking of, though, did you, you know, because ABC's trying to bring back TGIF, um, and so, I mean... Ugh. They already have TGIT, Shondaland. (laughs) I know. So they're trying to make it like a thing. But so the first episode of the season four, Fresh Off the Boat and Speechless, they did like a TGIF theme song on top of it. And it was kind of great. Like they had like their normal intros or whatever. And then they did like a straight up like step by step or full house situation of like people looking at the camera and smiling. And I kind of loved it. Oh, Back to Sabrina real quick. I know we need, this is a mini episode and we should really wrap things up. Um, I was watching it with my roommate and he was like, isn't this principal the genie from that TGIF show? And it's a show I did not watch. I don't even know the name of it. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he Googled it and he was like, yeah, that's cute. Like having Sabrina on TGIF and then having this guy as like the principal in the show, in the new one. Uh-huh. And then he ca- continued reading. The guy also hosted TGIF for a couple years or something. What? I don't, I, I'll have to look at the I guy's name, but I just thought it was crazy and I like it. I did love the little video that Melissa Joan Hart uh, and the cast of Sabrina did in yeah. preparation for the launch of New Sabrina. I haven't started it yet. I'm hearing mixed things. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week, maybe. <sighs> when you finish it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's still Halloween. It's still Halloween. It won't be Halloween by the time this is released. It'll be Halloween in our hearts, though. It's all. Is it always Halloween? In Every your day heart? is Halloween. You've been because I just love to dress up. Yeah, so. you've been really like rolling in a lovely. You've had a great phased approach to your wardrobe at work this week. Like, I'm so glad you know this because we haven't been talking. <laughs> this I know, week. but like first day, day one, Beetlejuice inspired. Day two, Wednesday Adams inspired. Now you're a true Beverly Hills. Yep. What, will you carry it on, or is it over? Um, I'll probably, like, take a break. Do you go into a dark period? No. Of just, like, it's too much, and now, you're, now it's over, and now you're sad? No, because I have to go to Vegas this weekend. <laughs> yeah, like, you're rolling hot. tired. Hot in, hot into Vegas. So we will be back next week with a new topic. Do we know what it is yet? No. We don't. We have to talk. We'll, we'll most likely pull from our fan suggestions again, though, because I feel yeah. like it's just th- this gift that keeps on giving. So find us on social. Please post, like, tag us in your Halloween uh, photos, particularly if you dress in uh, some sort of, like, pop culture situation. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. Natalie will post her photo. Hopefully I'll get to go to f- photo of Elton John, Crocodile Rock. We'll, we'll post our Troop Beverly Hills look. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> and uh, until next Friday, guys. Bye. Bye.